There we are. Okay. We are live. We are live. Welcome to Unscripted with Marshall Unscripted. Brown. Unscripted, that's right. Unscripted with Marshall Brown and, and Brandon Dodd. Dodd. Yeah, that's here right. we are. Uh, we're going live today. Uh, so normally we have Wednesday night Unscripted, but we're having Thursday night Unscripted from now on at 6.30. Yes. Hoping to get us out of here in 30 minutes, which is great. Yes. Not uh, hoping. We will be done. That's right. Minutes. That's right. We've got it planned out. Even we're if we're go. not done, this is <laughs> This done. thing is off. This thing is off. That's, that's right. right. Uh, so, uh, the reason that we're going live, by the way, uh, is to encourage this is to encourage, uh, engagement. Uh, That's this right. is for, this is for you guys. Mm -hmm. As much as we like uh, talking to each other, we want to engage with you guys. So if you're here right now and joining us or, uh, whenever you join us, go ahead and type in, uh, where you're streaming from. Yeah. Uh, and it can be as simple. You can say your house, but which couch is it? Is, yeah. it, is it your favorite couch? <laughs> Who are you watching with? Is it just you? Is it your family members? Uh, and all of that too. Uh, How many dogs do you have gathered around you right now as you're watching? Oh, see, now you're talking to my wife. This is it. <laughs> How many dogs can we fit around the, around the screen? That's right. Uh, so a big part of us going live and a big part of us, uh, doing this, uh, is for questions as well. So today mm -hmm. we're talking, uh, about, uh, this particular subject of once saved, always saved. But mm -hmm. before we get into that, we want to let you know that, uh, you guys might bring questions into this yourself. Mm -hmm. Uh, so if you have questions about this, uh, uh, let us know, let us know right now. Yeah. Uh, so as we're going, I'm going to do, I'm going to try and make a conscious effort to be, this is why I have the screen right in front of me, conscious effort to watch, uh, y'all's comments, watch y'all's reactions and I can see who is doing it. Uh, so let us know that you're here. Uh, say hi, ask questions. Uh, yep. Let us know your assumptions as we're yep. coming into this subject. So let's just dive in. Tonight's question, uh, as we've been doing this unscripted series, we've been doing uh, frequently asked questions. And yes. one of those is this, uh, does the Bible teach the concept of once saved, always saved? Yes. Uh, so, uh, this is something that, uh, that a lot of Christians know about, at least have heard the phrase mm -hmm. once saved, always saved. Mm -hmm. Uh, but so I guess if we're, before we get into that particular topic, yeah. I guess we have to understand, uh, saved. Yeah. What are we talking salvation. about? We're talking about yeah. being saved. Because if we're talking about, yeah, I was saved one time, you know, brought back whenever I drowned in, in a pool. <laughs> like, yeah, I am once, <laughs> once, saved. once saved. Hopefully I don't <laughs> drown in a pool again. You know, once yes. saved. All right. So when we're talking about that with Christianity, what are we talking about specifically? So, yeah, it's saving, a really good question. And I think it's important, you know, also to talk about like, there may be some of you that are watching right now that um, you, you didn't grow up in church. This is a brand new concept. Or even if you grew up in church, you still haven't heard this concept before because I don't know if it's a term that we even use that much anymore of once saved, always saved. I, I don't yeah. know a better way to word it though. Uh, but when we're talking about being saved, I mean, I would invite you to go back. Actually, uh, the last two weeks of our of our uh, unscripted series, mm -hmm. uh, we talked about baptism. We talked about salvation and, and what that process, you know, what that involves. And so this kind of piggybacks on that, I guess, in a way, and that we're talking about, um, you know, how do I get to be saved? What does that mean to be saved? And we agree, you and I agree, I yeah. think most of you watch would agree that um, when, you know, we, we sin, we fall short of the kind of life that God wants us to live and our sins separate us from God. Uh, and the consequences of that, besides whatever immediate consequence we have to the choices that we make, um, we're eternally separated from God. Hmm. We don't get to be around Him anymore because He can't be around sin. Yeah. We have sin. There's the physical consequences of the things that can happen in this world, but also our souls are eternally separated. Right. And so then, uh, 
God sent his son Jesus to die on the cross, rise again to save us uh, from that state, to actually make it where we could be rescued, we could be pulled from that darkness, that despair, that separation. So now we are connected. We are in a saved relationship uh, with God. And there's an old analogy that's been used in a a variety of ways a bunch of times. But you think about somebody that's like floating out in the water. You talk about being rescued from being drowned. Somebody floating in a water in, in the water and somebody throws them a life preserver and they are now rescued they yeah. are saved. they're out in the middle of the ocean they can't save themselves because they're out in the middle of the ocean right. nobody else around we need the life preserver to right so somebody else them. has to pull them out of the water because like even if you're trying to get yeah. into a boat you can't do that yourself you have to have somebody yeah can only tread you. water for so long right so that's what god did through uh, through the cross is he saved us and then there's the process of us um what we talked about the last couple of weeks, getting a hold of that salvation, you know, accepting it, living in it, you know, uh, and, and we talked about that, about faith and about baptism yeah. and and repentance and, and all these different um, elements of basically our committing to mm-hmm. being in this saved relationship. Right. So you're talking about how how we get to this point, but then on top of that, now that we are saved because of Jesus, because of the work that he did on the cross and us accepting that mm-hmm. uh, there's something different about us as far as our eternal fate. For sure. Now and, we're not eternally separated. Right. Now we're eternally connected. Right. And this isn't a something where every day I have to wake up and say, okay, I need to, well, I guess a little bit, I need to depend on the cross. That's mm-hmm. what that's, that is what we need to do. But my entire salvation is not day to day. My entire salvation is now a state of being. Yes. And now I'm in this, I mean, think of of it as a relationship. I'm in a saved relationship with God because of Christ, Um, because of what Christ did on the cross. And because I accepted what Christ did on the cross for me, I am now saved. I have been saved. I'm in a saved relationship with God. That's what we're talking about. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. So then the question is... This this state that we're talking about. Yeah. Can, Can I get out of it <laughs> or once i'm in that saved relationship with god uh am i always in it is is there is there um is there a way to to be pulled out of it is there a way to lose it uh i think is is what a lot of people refer to can i lose that saved yeah. that saved connection can i lose my salvation is the way a lot of people word it so the term once saved always saved would be a Okay, I'm saved and I'm I'm good to go. Rest of eternity, I'm good to go. And that's ultimately what we're talking about here mm-hmm. is, okay, that, that sounds great mm-hmm. uh, for me to be saved this one time and for us to be good to go. So, but I mean, you know, it's it's got this, you know, those aren't Greek words. You don't find that those words in the Bible. This right. is this is something that, you know, once saved, always saved. Like it's got a nice little ring right. to it and stuff. Yes. So like, did... <laughs> did like you, you know, did, did one of our church fathers just like, let me just make this up. Like, this sounds pretty good. That'll preach. Like, yeah. That's a good question. I don't know where the phrase. Cause it's, I mean, it's one English, saved, always saved. I'm sure you could Google that. I don't know where the phrase actually came from. Yeah. I've heard it used a lot, but I, I can't think of, of a time that, that, or, or studying when that term actually got used, yeah. but the concept has been around for a while. Um, and Again, just kind of asking the question of of I'm, when you I'm say so, while you're talking Jesus time, by the way, I didn't mean to, not that far. No, well, some people would say yes. We're going to talk about that in a second, but the, that concept really, yeah, 
<laughs> sorry. <laughs> That's okay. It really uh, came into popularity about 500 years ago with a guy named John Calvin. And we talked huh? about, we hinted at him several weeks ago in another unscripted, and we were talking about why there are differences um, between all the different Christian churches. And yeah. we talked a little bit about church history and how we kind of got to be where we are now with all the different uh, denominations that we had. Mm. John Calvin was uh, kind of a contemporary, maybe a few years after, but kind of a contemporary of Martin Luther. So started the you know, Protestant, Protestant Reformation and really changing the way people had access to scripture and then how they interpreted scripture. So right. there's a lot of different things that he we taught. We just celebrated, you know, October 31st is Halloween, but that's also the same day that Martin Luther tacked his thesis up. God, it's a cool story. Yeah. Cool, cool moment for yeah. the church. Go look it up. Yeah, we won't spend a whole lot of time there yeah. tonight. But uh, John Calvin is one of these guys that came, again, around the same time as Martin Luther, a little bit afterwards. And, and um, a lot of different teachings of his that we're not going to get into tonight just for time's sake. Uh, but this is one of the things that that he proposed uh, and was very, very adamant about was um, was God choosing to save whoever he's going to save. And once he's decided that you're saved, then that's it. Y you, you're saved. Yeah. There, there's nothing else uh, that can be done about that. And that sounds good. <laughs> it sounds awesome. I mean, yeah. for us to, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, uh, initially, initially on the forefront, it's okay. Yeah. Man, once once I place my life in Jesus' hands, it's in Jesus' hands. Mm -hmm. It's in God's hands. Mm -hmm. So, uh, there's yeah, the thought of there's nothing that I can do uh, to change that eternal fate. Actually, it sounds good. Right. It so, sounds good. <laughs> yeah. And and the only reason I bring up John Calvin is just to say this isn't a new concept. I mean this this isn't like something in the last few years or even few decades. Uh, this has been. Um, you know, a, a doctrine that has been held onto by thousands, millions of okay. Christians over the last um, few centuries. But obviously, the question wouldn't be there if, if there wasn't a question about it. There's, there's the opposing view, right? So, Would, oh yeah. Well, I guess the, I guess the, uh, the wording and the phrase begs the question in itself of, okay, once saved, always saved. Well, what about uh, once saved? Not always oh, saved. Yeah. Once Al always not. Not always. Once saved, not always saved. Yeah. Okay. That's it. So the opposing view of here I am. I've put my faith in Jesus. Believe that He has done the salvation, and I have grabbed hold of that, and that that cannot be taken away from mm -hmm. me. The opposing view, um, which the opposing view doesn't have a you know once saved always saved. It's this nice. The opposing view is just like. Nuh uh the negative view <laughs> yeah. of that, right? So once saved, not <laughs> just, always. I disagree. <laughs> uh, so that there is something, something that can interrupt that. There's something that can interrupt that saved state. There's something that can interrupt that. Um, There's that, something that, that can take place where I am no longer in that saved relationship with God. Right, which is scary. Right. To. Th to think that it, you know it would with either of these views, and that's what we're about to talk about, is the scriptural scriptures behind these two. But mm -hmm. in either of those views, uh, the safe the safe bet sounds like once saved, always saved, for sure. Because yeah, once once I take part in that, I can wash my hands of that process and be done with it. Yeah. Whereas once saved, not always saved, um, sounds less appetizing because it, there's some variance. Of, well, then you then you guys start asking, well. Now I'm worried. What do I, what? Oh, yeah. What would cause me to to lose it? Yeah. Like, if there's a possibility of me losing it, man, tell me what that is, so yeah. that and, or, so that it doesn't happen. Yeah. Or 
what if I've already lost it? Like, yeah. how do I know? It isn't this, um, you know, uh, well, I mean, you could tell, you know, on Tuesday and stuff, the people that voted or had the had the early stuff, you've got the sticker. Yeah. I voted. I voted. Here it is. I'm a voter. Uh, and it'd be nice if it was like, you know, gold star, salvation, I've got it. Yeah. And you just look down one day and like, Where's my star? It's gone. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that's very trivial whenever you're talking about salvation and ultimate eternity and stuff. But mm -hmm. whenever you're talking about real stuff, like how, like, is it, first off, is it possible? Mm -hmm. Is it possible to lose this ultimate salvation? And second off, if it is possible, what is happening? Right. Like, how do I know that I've lost it? How do I know? Like, you know, where, where do we, where do we, yeah. Yeah. Is that something where the Jesus is like, here's your sticker back, buddy. Like you lost it. Like, yeah. you know, and like I said, that's true, you know, trivializing it, but I wish it was almost as easy as like that. So, right. um, I don't know. Would you be able to bring this into, cause I mean, that's, that's, that's pretty easy here. You're saved. You're not saved. Yeah. Um, I don't know where, do, where, where do you, cause we're going to look at scriptures in just a second, but yeah. where would you, if we're taking this into, um, examples of what that looks like once saved, always saved. Or, or once saved, not always saved. Mm -hmm. uh, that could be that could be like um, can almost view it as like a marriage of this is a covenant that we've made. So mm -hmm. here's a salvation that God has uh, with us, and, and it's a covenant that's like marriage, but like human marriages, it's a covenant that you've made that's forever. Mm -hmm. But like very many earthly things, it's something that either parties or both parties could choose to walk away from. Right. So like walking away from. This the, the thing that I committed to before. Right. Can I do that? Mm -hmm. Which again, to your point, we can do that in earthly yeah. relationships. Yeah, but in, yeah, but yeah. in this spiritual dynamic, can I walk away from that? And I, I see it. Also, that's a lot of power for sure. Too, being able to walk away. From... I look at it more as a more as a like a like a citizenship kind of thing. So if I if I was a citizen of another country, and then. Um, I decided I wanted to come to the United States and I went through the whole, the whole legal process. I, I, you know, came in, I immigrated in, I lived here for a while, decided this is where I want my country to be. And I went through the whole process of mm -hmm. learning how to become a U.S. citizen, went through all the classes, took the test. I'm in, I'm a citizen. And, you know, a few years down the road, I'm like, you know what? I don't want to be a citizen here anymore. I'm going to go back to my old country. Um, I could do that. You know, I could, I could make that transition. I go back to where I was before. Right. But now I don't have the benefits of being the U.S. citizen anymore. You know what I'm saying? So right. once I chose citizenship in the United States, I get all the benefits of being the citizen of the United States. But if I choose to walk away from that and go be a citizen somewhere else, right. you, I, I, I don't get the same rights You have anymore. the option. Yeah. And the U.S. is also not going to be like, no. Yeah. Like, yeah. you're mine. There's nobody like, stopping you, me yeah. and going, mm, -mm you, 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 said nah, that, you said that you, you were going to stay here. Okay, or maybe somebody is. I haven't even researched yeah, I that. Know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay, so I guess moving from this, getting into the scriptures and stuff, of, yeah, because that's really like it doesn't matter what we think. <laughs> Our opinions don't matter quite as much as what God's word says, right? And where God's word leads us in the middle right. of all that too. Uh, but I guess uh, within the realm of this, hey, here's something that you could lose. Uh, here's something, you know, is that possible? Is it possible to lose that? Uh, I want you guys, and I'm having some trouble, it looks like, viewing uh, the, um, like I said, this is our first time trying yeah. to do all of this. Uh, as techie as we are, which is sarcasm, as techie as we are, some things go wrong. So yeah. I'm having some trouble seeing y'all's uh, uh, chats and everything right here too. Mm -hmm. um, so hopefully those those start coming in and stuff too. But on your own, whether that's on Facebook or on YouTube, I want you to... Take a moment, whether it's with your dogs, your husband, or whatever. Mm 
uh, take a moment and type in and and make a comment of something that you Black Friday is coming up. Something that you may have buyer's remorse for, uh-huh. or that you have had buyer's remorse for. Yeah. Uh, and I think we've all been there. Okay. Mm-hmm. We can all, this is a safe place for yes. us to air out our No failures. judgment. No judgment. It's a safe place for us to do that. Spent money that immediately, or maybe not even immediately, sometimes immediately. I mean, like, mm, I immediately yeah. regret this decision or right. uh, on down the road, I was like, mm, probably shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, really quickly, do you have anything like that? Uh, first thing uh, off the top of my head. Um, hopefully it's not so, a big thing. But <laughs> well, it, a little bit. My okay, my wife's car, the current car that she has. That's a big thing. If you're watching right now, honey, I know we've had this conversation before. Um, you know, it 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 does fine. It gets us from A to B, but we had a really nice minivan that we really loved before this one. Then we got this one, and didn't have all the same bells and whistles that we had before. So already mm, not as much. And then just for the first, I don't know how many few years that we had it. Something went wrong. Uh, like, like, it seemed like so every six months I was going back to the repair shop. It wasn't instant buyer's remorse. It was this slow, <laughs> casual descending it was, into. It was, it was repetitive buyer's remorse. I can't, you know, just regretting that we purchased that particular vehicle because it kept having so many problems with it. So yeah, we were all in. Like, this is the vehicle that we want to drive. I'm in. I'm, I'm all for it. And then, uh, I wish I hadn't. Yeah. So I got Doug. Doug over here. He's saying the good feet store. Now I'm not knowing. If this is a comment from earlier, like Doug, that's where you're maybe that's where you're from, watching from. Is or the, is the good feet store instant regret <laughs> of, of buyer's remorse? The, the good feet store. Find something in the good feet store. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've known people that in you know all of us now buying things online that you'll buy something on Amazon or something on a website and then it comes back different. Mm-hmm. And one of my friends got two left flip flops. Really? So I like went to the oh no 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 on Amazon. Yeah, so you get okay. it and your Open left foot the box and you got your left, foot, left feet. Your left foot has double coverage, <laughs> or you know you you get this. I uh, saw somebody else that they were going to get a, a workout tank top, uh, and it ended up just being like it was a dress, but it's yeah. for a dude. But it was like all the way down to yeah, the yeah, floor, yeah. like a ballroom gown. Yeah, that's really like this is. Have not you seen it. those? And I, I know this. I mean, have you seen? Um, <laughs> different uh, just pictures or uh, the lists of people who who what it looked like on on amazon or whatever and then what uh, i actually yeah. got and just you unfortunate. know I, unfortunate. <laughs> I wish i hadn't paid the money for this because this is what i ended up getting yeah yeah oh doug said it's instant regret i'm glad to hear that buddy yeah all right uh okay so keep that in mind uh Instant buyer's remorse, man. This is something that I bought into, but this is something that I don't want, or yeah, I don't want anymore. I want a mm-hmm. refund for. Mm-hmm. So we're going to get to that when we're talking about once saved, not always saved. Okay. But if we're talking about once saved, always saved, uh, we know that there are uh, not just the couple here that we're going to mention, but there's a, mm-hmm. a, a, a lot of scriptures that many people that believe in once saved, always saved will use to bolster that position. Yeah. So let's, let's look at it for a minute. Just like, does the Bible say, we said the Bible doesn't say, doesn't use the phrase once saved, always yeah. saved. Paul or, never, or said, never that. said, you know, Jesus never said once yeah. you're saved, you're, you're yeah. always saved in those words. So does scripture talk about it? So, there's several scriptures. If uh, uh, if you have, if you your are, wife said that she misses the white van. By the way, I know so. she does. We talked about it the other day <laughs> with a little tear. Um, it's it's not that um, the scripture doesn't talk about that. Con- or I guess people who who want to uh, believe in that philosophy, 
there are scriptures that they use to back that up. Okay, so a couple of these real quick. Uh, one comes from John chapter 10. Jesus is talking to, um, to his disciples. He's calling himself the shepherd and his disciples the sheep. And he says in John 10, um, beginning verse 27, my sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. No one can snatch them out of my hand. My father who has given them to me is greater than all and no one can snatch them out of my father's hand. And I and the father are one. Okay. And so you can read that scripture and go, okay, well, if I, if Jesus has saved me, if I'm his, I'm his sheep, I'm, I'm his follower, uh, and he has saved me. Then according to that, I'm in the hand of God, and nobody can snatch me out of that. Which, so that would mean once I'm saved, once I'm one of the sheep, I can't not be a sheep anymore. Right. I'm I'm always we, saved. We worry we worry about the thief in the night that's going to come and take take things from us. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's not an enemy that's going to come and rip off our salvation sticker. Right. Or just suddenly, hey, it's gone. And that's what it. that's what Jesus seems to indicate there. Okay. Is once you're in, you're in. Okay. Okay. Once you're in the pen, you're in the pen. Right. And then there's also uh, Matthew chapter 7, uh, verses 21 through 23. If you, I'm not going to read that one because it takes take me a second to turn to it. But, but basically, Jesus says there's going to be one of these days when, when he returns and there's people who are going to be crying out to him, Lord, Lord, you know, I'm one of yours. And he's going to say, um, you know, get away from me because I never knew you. And so there are those who, who believe him once saved, always say, they say, well, uh, you know, if you sit there and go, well, what about those people who, you know, maybe they went to church, maybe they did good things and all that, but but then they turned away from it and, yeah, and they did led a completely unchristlike life. What's going to happen to them if you know if they were saved? Then it seems like they weren't saved. And the argument is, well, they weren't actually saved in the first place. And so, and that mm-hmm. that uh, there's several different arguments that that people make along those lines. Of it's not that people lost their salvation they never were saved in the first place oh so once saved always saved still holds true because that person over there that used to go to church and used to do christ-like things and now they're not doing christ-like things well actually they they weren't saved they weren't actually saved in the first place so, so those are the two biggest arguments and there's more than that um but just for time's sake those are those are two of the concepts and, and scriptures that that people can point to and say see god says uh once I once I save you, uh, and and you know you may not have gotten saved when other people other people thought you were, but once I've saved you, you can't be taken away from that. You're always going to be saved. Okay. Well, it's there's a little scary stuff I think in there too. Mm-hmm. Of okay, I mean here we are, you know, and but if we die and we're sitting up there with with God and He's looking at us and judging us and He's saying we say yeah we called you Lord Lord we we actually preach it from unscripted mm-hmm. we we talked it you know we've got the comment section and everything too mm-hmm. we asked people what they thought and guys be like well you didn't you weren't actually saved you, yeah. you thought you were saved yeah but you're you not. thought you were saved <laughs> that's a scary. scary part that I don't think that we mentioned at least in the beginning mm-hmm. of of that part of yeah. well the people that leave the church and stuff well they weren't actually saved right so okay well. Yeah, let's 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 move from there because I okay. think we need to go. Quickly so too. yeah, so what does what does scripture say about the negative. losing it? Yeah, is that possible not to being lose it? not being able to always be saved? A okay. um, couple of scriptures on this: um, Hebrews chapter four. Um, turn there very quickly. Hebrews chapter four. I'm sorry. Hebrews chapter six, uh-huh. verse four. Forgive me. <laughs> Hebrews chapter six and verse four, the author of Hebrews says, it's impossible for those who have once been enlightened, who have tasted the heavenly gift, who have shared in the Holy Spirit, who have tasted the goodness 
of the Word of God and the powers of the coming age, if they fall away, to be brought back to repentance because to their laws they are crucifying the Son of God all over again and subjecting him to public disgrace. So the key phrase there is, if they fall away, which seems that the author of Hebrews is indicating that they can fall away. Right. That they are in the safe state. I mean, he describes what it's like. You got, you're experiencing grace, you're experiencing power, you got the Holy Spirit. You know what it's like this is to be full, in a saved state because you are saved. The full Jesus experience. And then you fall away from that. Which we know people like that. Like this isn't this isn't this is something that we we see. This mm-hmm. is something that we intimately know. Whether you know you're here online with us or not, of those people that man, we love them so much, and they've experienced that, but they've walked away from something like that. Well, you think so, but again, some people would say, well, if they did walk away from it, or if they fell away, they weren't actually saved in the first place. Okay, okay? but scripture again, I feel like seems to indicate. No, they, they were saved. They fell away. Now, there's an actual example in Scripture. I was about to say, what about like the uber Christians that like walk away? Like, man, they're, woo, I want to be like yeah. them Christians. Yeah. Like, the ones that you, that, the... that you hold up and go, man, they, they would never fall away. They, yeah. and, then, and then somehow they do. So um, there's a guy that's talked about, his name is Demas, and he's mentioned in Colossians chapter 4 and then the book of Philemon. And I say the book of Philemon because <laughs> Philemon is only one chapter, so he's in there. It's like the last verse, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, pretty close, yeah. yeah. And, and Paul mentions Demas as he's writing his letter uh, to these different people, that Demas is with him. And he talks about Demas, says, man, he's my fellow worker. He's in this with me, which indicates that Demas was a Christian, was saved, and and not only was saved, but was was helping Paul save up, like, yeah. Not, not that Paul was saving, but he was helping preach yeah. to people and, and helping the, other people experience salvation. He's on the A team. Yeah. Like, if you want to be on anybody's team, yeah, Paul. He's on the on the preaching ministry, Woo. you know, with Paul. He's on a circuit with Paul. And then, in <laughs> so he writes those letters. Well, then, uh, in 2 Timothy chapter 4, which was probably written at least a few years afterwards, Paul um, is arrested. He's in prison, probably in a prison cell. Not for sure if he's going to survive much longer because of the persecution that was taking place. And he's writing to Timothy, and he says, uh, I'm all alone in this prison cell. And one of the people that he mentions says, Demas, this is in 2 Timothy 4 and verse 10. He says, Demas, because he loved the world, mm-hmm. has left me. And again, you read that, Demas used to love Jesus. And not only used to love Jesus, he used to love telling people about Jesus. But then he started loving the world instead. Right. And... It seems like Demas walked away. It seems walked like Demas, faith. yeah, just like what was described in Hebrews six, he fell away from it. Okay, so let's as we're finishing up, we got a couple of minutes here. Let's yeah. let's kind of finalize what we're looking at then. Okay, so if if we're because we've got scriptures on both sides, uh, does that mean both are right? Because they both obviously the Bible doesn't contradict itself, right? Yeah, both, but both it seems like it. be right. Okay, <laughs> so where do we where do we go from here then? So what do you think? Well, uh, I'll very, let you answer first. For sure. Uh, it's very easy for us to come to this with preconceived notions, obviously. If we've studied the scriptures and stuff, you know, you want to, you know, I want to, I want to be able to say like, man, you know, once saved, always saved. That sounds great. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, here it is. And I can have to complete dependence into that and stuff too. Um, but I also know that, uh, that, that can't be true. It can't mm-hmm. be true. Can it? Uh, I think that whenever Jesus is talking in John chapter 10, when he says, yeah, nobody can steal you. I think that's true. 
Right. And I'm not saying that anything that he says right there is is false. I truly believe that there is no power. This is Romans 8. Yeah. Now, there's no power. There's no height, nor depth, nor demon, nothing nor angel, world nothing like that. That can take you. I believe that to be true. Satan himself cannot take you out of the hand of God. We sing totally We agree. literally have a couple of songs about that. Yeah. But I can choose to walk out of the pen. I can walk out of it. I can walk out of the pen. Yeah. Uh, and then, um, what was that second scripture? I remember uh, talking about, you know, Lord, Lord and stuff mm -hmm. like, yeah, I believe that there are people that are, uh, hypocrites. Yeah. I believe that there are people that are going through the motions and everything like mm -hmm. that. Uh, and I don't know, I think the best way to explain it as we've got a minute and a half left to go, uh, is Luke chapter 15. You got this prodigal son, right? Yes. You've, and, and it's this story about God and us. But in, in the prodigal son, this son that wants to go and experience the world, he wants to go and experience. He's, he's in a home where everything, he's, he's the king's son. Yeah, he's, the, he's, he's there. He's got it all. Yeah. He's got everything that his heart could desire. He's got clothes. Is, he's got food. He's taken care of. He's in, yeah. and in a relationship with his father. Yeah. This is the life that we all want. Right. And he says, but man, look at, look at off in the distance. Do you see that? I think I can find life there. Mm -hmm. I think I can find life there. Mm -hmm. And his father, he doesn't hold him against his will. Yeah. He, like any dad, he probably pleads and says, son, no, please, please don't please go. Don't do like this. this is, and if you're a parent, I'm sure, I mean, I'm, I'm not, but I can see, I can see it totally. happening and just like, no, please, son, don't leave. But he lets his son go because if he thinks that he can find life there, mm -hmm. Go, go and try, but so that you can know, man, this is where life really is with right. me. And he's sitting there and he's waiting. This is a long process. Yeah. He's sitting there and he's waiting. And he's sitting For his son to come home. For his son to come home and say, man, at some point, my son is going to come home and I'm going to embrace him. And here he is. Yeah. And I think that's what Jesus is getting at with one saved all. I, said, well, I don't and, think and that's And as good. the story goes, he gets off, loses everything, and he's in a, in a pig pen. Um. And when and he does in Jesus' story, he does decide to get up and come home. And when he gets home, hmm. he got the robe put on him, he got the ring on his finger, he got a huge party thrown for him. But I believe that Jesus in that story would have said, if he had never gotten out of the pig pen, yeah, he's not going to get the reward. I think it's the same thing for us. I to answer the question, hopefully this is answered where where the concept of once saved, always saved comes from. You and I, neither one buy into that, though. Is that correct? <laughs> yeah. I, we believe that I don't think once, so. once you're saved, there's nothing that can pull you out of the hand of God and away from that relationship with God, but there is every freedom for you to walk away from it on your own. You can be your you own worst enemy. That. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, that's kind of where we're landing on that. Yeah. Uh, I think the biggest point here, uh, as like I said, this is the first time, so we're not going to hit the market 30 every single time. We're, I think it'd trying. be irresponsible to get to just like close the computer and be yeah. done to it. And Scotty, by the way, said, is this going to be a discussion that turns into free will? Huh? Hashtag excitement. Oh, goodness. <laughs> so maybe this is not in, not in 30 we'll minutes. See. <laughs> uh, but uh, by the way, glad that everybody's watching right now. I see you guys saying that you're, you're here. Um, Man, salvation is available to everyone. Absolutely. The dying act on the cross of Jesus offering his life for all people in all places and all times and in, 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 for the world, that's available to all of us. Absolutely. And whenever we grab hold of that and whenever we have that and, and get to experience it, that's that's life and whenever we pour ourselves into it and pour ourselves into Jesus and let him pour into us like this is this is what real life is. But can we lose that? 
Yeah, I think so. I, I think that we can use it. And it's not because that God doesn't wa- doesn't like doesn't love us and like lets us go or whatever. Because He's not going to be this abusive Father that holds us against our will. Mm-hmm. And instead, I think it's this this long and loving process. You know, we're talking about. I just don't know if I have the sticker or not. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's what you're th- you guys are thinking right now. Of do I have you know do I have the sticker or do I not have the circle as the sticker? And I think that you and I both would agree that, man, this is a, as a parent that waits for his child to come back, this isn't a, you mess up twice, sorry, buddy, sever the relationship, you're not saved anymore. Yeah. And this is a long and loving process mm-hmm. of God is sitting here and for, you know, at least for years sitting and waiting for his son to come back. I think he does the same thing with us. I yeah. think it's a lot more difficult than we deem it to I, be. I agree. I think we can lose our salvation, but I think it's a whole lot harder Agreed. than than what maybe many of us have been brought to believe. So we need to wrap Agreed. up tonight. Uh, we're going to do this again next Thursday. Um, in the meantime, uh, if you come watch this later or you know, uh, even as we wrap up tonight, if you got another comment or if we've, if we've created some more questions in your mind, still put those in the comments. We will come back and look and see what do we miss? What do we need yeah. to answer? It may be something that we answer here live uh, when we get together uh, in, you know, next Thursday or maybe a couple right. weeks on down the road. So we want to be back with you again next Thursday. Invite other people to watch with you, uh, comment, yeah. question, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, Scotty, Brenda, Christy, Doug, all of you that are watching here uh, that haven't commented and stuff, man, thank you guys so much for joining us yep. next week. Okay, we're continuing... The Frequently Asked Questions. The Frequently Asked Questions. We're uh-huh. continuing uh, Unscripted Live on yes. Thursdays at 6.30, okay? Yep. And we are going to tackle a question of, man, I believe in God's forgiveness, but how how could God forgive me if I can't possibly forgive myself? It's a Great question. It's an emotional question. question. It's a question that we're... Uh, how can he forgive me if I can't forgive me? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I'm looking forward to Next it. Next Thursday. Join us at 6.30. See you then. Thank you, guys.